are back at it again, fanatics. Doing what we do every week. Talking about wrestling, giving you all the good news. And this week, favorite, favorite time of the month, ladies. Uh, it's predictions time. Mm-hmm. The belt is on the line this Sunday. <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> Calm your tits. Hey, I have to have... Come, my... Calm down. No. <laughs> as she grabs her tits. As I grab my tits. Like shakes them at me aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> They're out of control. <laughs> They're not come. <laughs> All right, fanatics. Like I said, we are here for episode 28. We have made it through 28 episodes. And this week we are going to be running through Raw and SmackDown go-home shows for Survivor Series, and our predictions will come at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but always and forever, ladies, a first question before we jump into the nitty-gritty of the wrestling world right, right. is, what beverage dost thou sip upon tonight? <laughs> what dost thou sip upon? Well, as the reigning queen bee... I will go first, and I usually do anyways, but however, I will go first, and I am drinking a Blue Moon Pacific Apricot Wheat Ale, and it's very good. It's very actually, apricot-y. Can I have a sip of that? Um, you probably want my fresh one and not the one that is almost I just, done. I yeah, swear, I've never can. seen this Blue Moon before. I hadn't yeah, either. I, I literally just went to the store and saw it. I was like, well, fuck. I haven't even, like, don't remember it from past years yeah. either. That's what I thought was a little bit weird. But yeah, no, very I mean, yeah, we definitely don't drink as much craft beer as we used to, but, but like, I, I just... went through a period where I should have drank most of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can go ahead. Uh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Shit. It's really, um, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm Easy E, the sleaziest of G's. <laughs> uh, and I'm drinking a Sweetwater Brewing Company Black Lager. It's part of the Hatchery series. Hatchery. Release number three. Twa. But this uh, hails from the great city of Hotlanta, Georgia. <laughs> the great city of Hotlanta. Love it. Hotlanta, Georgia. I like it. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's also pretty swell. <laughs> All right. And you got the carny colic over here. And I'm drinking what I almost always drink. And that is the Silver Bullet. The one and only Coors Light. And it tastes like a Coors Light. You have to, you're going to have to get ready to drink that a lot more often. It is. I think from the Royal Rumble on, I should have to not. I should only be able to drink Coors Light. Between... And you've done that to yourself, so. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm obviously <laughs> like I care. I mean, yeah, you're drinking your yeah, but yes. Yeah, what good. else are you going to pave the road to WrestleMania with? You so. can't do it with anything else. None no. of the other cans or bottles are sturdy enough <laughs> for road paving. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. Obviously. <laughs> Rose uh, paved with silver bullets. I've put in the blood, sweat, and tears to experiment, and Coors Light just paves great road to WrestleMania. <laughs> Alright, uh, so yeah, we're gonna get into this, dive in head first. Hopefully the pool has water in it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, uh, starting off with Raw this week, uh, Shit, obviously both these shows are the go-home shows for Survivor Series. And, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Survivor Series is the only pay-per-view out of the whole year where Raw and SmackDown go head-to-head, yes. so you'll be seeing us talk a lot about both. Probably in some parts, but um, the predictions will come at the end. We make you listen to all of our rants before we get to the goody goodies. Uh, (laughs) So starting off Raw this week, there was a recap of the SmackDown invasion and I guess the part two with uh, the New Day. And then we had Stephanie McMahon coming out 
the woman who can cut off any man's balls verbally as she has done with triple h's like it's so easy for her literally she she should be renamed renamed lorena bobbitt (laughs) stephanie bobbitt stephanie bobbitt (laughs) stephanie mcbobbitt Sounds like a little Hobbit. Hobbit. <laughs> Stephanie McBobbit. Yes. <laughs> Stephanie McBobbit is a little Hobbit. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Sam married? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Stephanie McBobbit Gamgee. I don't know. <laughs> Stephanie McBobbit Gamgee. There's a lot going on in that name. There is. Uh, but yeah, she comes out and basically ends up uh, berating Kurt Angle about a lot of things. She's very upset with him about picking Jason Jordan on the team when SmackDown's fifth member had been revealed to be John Cena. Yeah. She kind of, like, stacks the credentials <laughs> really? up. <laughs> really? Basically, now? like, this is a bit of nepotism. I want to be like, because your family's never done that. <laughs> yeah, because this has nothing to do with nepotism, right? <laughs> and Jesus. She basically ends up asking Kurt, like, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about this? And he, uh, I'm going to break Shane McMahon's ankle. We'll break your brother's ankle. And Let's drive home. You know what? I don't think here. that you can break Shane's ankle. I almost Kurt. gasped. I was like, Stephanie. <laughs> you said what if he? What if he was like? <gasps> <laughs> I really just want to see. You it. know the part in the Emperor's New Groove where Isma's <laughs> like, "I never liked your spinach puffs." Oh yeah. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. It would be like that. I never liked your ankle look. <gasps> <laughs> oh god. Nothing. Nothing, nothing can you. Um, and the only reason I'm actually bringing up this one point to this is the fact that Kurt ends up saying he's going to start the match and that basically if Shane has any balls he will also start the match so I'm very curious to see if they actually both will start the match I think it'll happen I think it will probably too but just an interesting little what if Shane's like no meh <laughs> no meh Shane definitely isn't that kind of guy but you never knew you get the vapor Randy Orton the <laughs> oh god the vapor that's what um, you know all these jokes were about like oh he was outside vaping yeah, like, oh, oh, yeah, the va- he was outside vaping the vapor and you were wrestle talk wrestle talk where did I hear that from yes. oh yeah and he yes. was like oh. I wish I had come up with that first <laughs> the vapor uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, basically Kurt saying that's what he's gonna do, and then eventually the shield comes out, and dare I say, look at Roman Reigns cutting a half decent promo. Welcome back, Roman. Right? Yeah, I that guess. I was impressed with that whole like he where have you been? been? Yeah, yeah, I was like, where have you good. been? And I think that just really proves the fact that if you just keep his dialogue short, yeah. Yeah, don't give him these big, long... He doesn't need a big, long-winded speech. Dialogues, no, he doesn't. He just kept to the chase. Well, it's like the whole, you know, back and forth with that, in the whole Cena feud. You know, how they were saying, you know, Cena can go on these long tirades, but if you just give Roman... It, and it fits more with his character, too. He's just, you know... He's supposed to be the big dog, to like, the point. yeah. Yeah, he's tough, and tough guys don't sit out there and do all these... <clears throat> Bray Wyatt, they don't do all these fucking long... Like, uh... I don't know, fucking reciting sonnets and shit. I definitely think that coupled with the fact that now he seems... (laughs) The arrow, the deer, the woods, Wabigail. (laughs) Wabigail? (laughs) 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 Waskowee Wabbit. (laughs) That damn Waskowee Wabigail. Oh god, we still have to do the yabba dabba don't. I'm sorry, we were getting nowhere with this fast. We're not. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, Roman cuts a pretty decent promo, but also just, I feel like the fact that it kept his dialogue short, and then he seems so much more comfortable now coming out of the feud with Cena on the mic, that if you just couple those two things together, guys, he went, and he got a pop! He got a pop that night! Right? I don't remember the last time Roman got cheered! Yeah, it was better than the Shield reunion. Like, ghost in the crowd or whatever. Just for him. Yeah, Yeah, just for him. Everyone was like, oh shit. You're back. It's the whole Shield. It's the whole thing. Uh, There was also a funny part where uh, Roman brings up the fact that, uh, where have you been? Uh, Last thing I remember, you got put through a table at WrestleMania. (laughs) Or better yet, your husband put you through a table. Seth's face right there. Because, I mean, hence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he was like. Yeah, he was like, stop. No. Oh. Can we oh not God, talk about guys. this? Like, oh my God. I thought I actually was not putting that up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a little goofy, but... Ow. <laughs> Are those the noises he makes? I hope so. Like, poor Coco. Coco Lopez. But, uh, I just, I... It was a little goofy, but it kind of ties in the whole fact that there's a lot of history going on in that ring. Um, but yeah, so the Shield ends up challenging the New Day, which we'll just go ahead and say the New Day ends up accepting, because who's not going to accept a challenge? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, that basically kind of sums that up, and what have you. And yeah. then, so for the first match of the night, we have Bailey versus Dana Brooke versus Mickey James. And yes, boy, I do not actually want to talk about this match. Yeah, I don't really. Pretty much the most interesting part of it was the actual match. Yeah, the, it was because uh, what I thought was when the the four already the current, current women at the time yeah. were ringside for mm-hmm. this. Yeah, and then so something Asuka, happened to yeah. It was Oscar, Alicia Fox, Fox, Sasha Banks, and, and uh, uh, Nia yes. Yeah, the big one. The big, then, that's a big girl. <laughs> that's not Jax right there. Oh God, <laughs> but um, the it was I don't know how Dana Brooke got out of the ring, but I think it was almost Bailey or somebody. Someone threw her out yeah. of the ring. So she was like down on the ground, and Oscar came over to like check on her. Is what you know? Kind of to get her up. And Dana Brooke slapped a taste out of her mouth. It was like, don't touch me. And Oscar just turns like. And chases her across the room and delivers the fist kick. That oh was God. on both their parts. No, Dana yeah. sold that shit. It, it looked Dana really good. Dana is really good. Yeah, she sold that shit and like it was th- that was good. That was my favorite part of the whole fucking match. Yeah, that was basically the only thing yeah. match wise, and it wasn't even in the technical match it, that I want to talk was... about. But um, so Bailey ends up winning. She pins Mickey James, so she is the fifth member. Who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> Who fucking cares? Like after the whole thing last week, where we you're like, "Oh, she's so downtrodden about not getting picked," and, and now she you're is. Like, oh, and guess you're what? You're like... picked. You're like, "All right, here." That's what that was. Stop complaining, bitch. <laughs> take it. Quit your bitching. Just bitch. take it already. Not your bitching, bitch. Bitch. Bitching, bitch. I'm Brittany bitch. I'm Brittany bitch. I don't know why you don't say that more often. <laughs> because yeah. when I was in like elementary school, or yeah, I listened to Britney Spears and I liked her. I mean, it was that time, you know, whatever. But everybody called me Britney Spears, and it shouldn't have bothered you that much. But it bothered well, it me. It didn't bother me at all. <laughs> well, no, what, I, what I'm saying is, it, I guess it shouldn't have bothered me that much. Is what I meant to say. It shouldn't have bothered you at all. 
<laughs> we didn't, didn't know, know each we other. Were, <laughs> we weren't even in the same state. So. But um, it was just, uh, it kills me to this day. That's why. You're still uh, just like, mm. I don't, uh, I don't do that. I would, but I don't. I would, but I don't. Alright, so next match we have Akira Tozawa and Kalisto versus Inzo Amore and Drew Gulag. <laughs> yeah, he has the best last I, name. That's the best part of since. I kind of like uh, him and Akira Enzo Tozawa. together. Uh, I mean, I still don't like Enzo, but I really like Gulag. Yes. He's but funny. I like that they do the Enzo still does how you do, and he's like, I'm doing fine, thank you. <laughs> Very well, thank you. Yes. Yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, for some reason that tickled me. I was like, meh. How art thou? <laughs> it just How gets real Shakespearean thou? with it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, Enzo and Gulag end up getting the win. I don't know if anyone has anything else they want to say about that, because I don't. <laughs> um, nope. Ex- uh, no. 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 I mean, no. that was... No. I mean, yeah, to me, that was like about it. Um, then we have a backstage segment with Kurt Engel in the Survivor Series team, and he kind of just lays out the matches that are going to happen tonight, yeah. or that night, <clears throat> um, in which uh, Finn Balor and Smojo were going to fight the club. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of what's on there. Uh, yeah, because he's like, I want to make sure that you can you can act as a team. Yeah. You guys uh, had some friction. And there's message. actually a really funny part in this segment that I remember, and we'll get to that in a second. Who else is... It was... It was bronze. I think that's who you want to get to. Yeah, that was missing. I guess if I just fucking looked on the Jason Jordan, he's gonna fight Bray Wyatt. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, we forgot about him. I know there's there's a funny part that you're probably I think we're on the same page, but there's also another funny part where he announces that Jason Jordan's gonna fight Bray Wyatt and Finn just like looks at him and I felt like he was like, For the love of God, don't do it. (laughs) It'll ruin your career. I got lucky because everybody got mumps. It'll it'll bury you this close if Finn let the mumps on Bray like he had a Vial of mumps juice. <laughs> Is it kind of that, this that always sunny where the Valentine's Day episode <laughs> where Dean brings out the bag of anthrax? <laughs> He's like, I got the anthrax. <laughs> some mumps juice. Yes, mumps I juice. I don't like, know. Can you bottle the mumps virus? He like pours it into Bray's coffee, Ooh. and he's like, "It's for the greater good." <laughs> Match with AJ. It'll happen. <laughs> yeah. But there's another funny part with a. <laughs> yeah. With a brown, when a... I don't know. And I'm sorry, I got really distracted because it's just a turkey hand. Turkey says barely legal, legal, and I don't know what Love's going to do a turkey hand. But I gave him, like, what I usually draw on chickens, you know, like the like roosters, like the little red thing. And then I was like, turkey sounds good that. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just give it that handsome fingernails and give it a handsome finger. A legal stamp. And then I was like, but barely. barely. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, anyway. that, was, that was great, though. <laughs> that cracked me up. I like how it tickled you guys. This is a little sexy turkey. I'm barely legal. Yeah. Uh, but there is another <laughs> funny part in that segment where uh, when Brown finally pipes up and he's like, I want Kane. And Joe's face, he's just like, yes, just give him Kane. Yeah, he was just like, I guess his face was kind of like, just do it. He's, he's like, give him Kane. Just let him have Kane. Kurt Eagle finally would just, I like his face. He was like, he was like, we don't really want that because we don't want you injured. He's like, Kane! He's like, okay, you can have Kane. No, right, fine, fuck. Um, you did get thrown in a garbage can. Or a garbage can. No, you did actually get thrown in a dumpster, but in a garbage can. I'm still so confused. I love Brown. He's grown so much in my book, and he's a very attractive monster. But I know, um, dude. I love I just, him on Instagram. Why do all oh of God, his so feet, right? Why do all of his feet have to revolve around trash? 
Uh, it's a ridiculous amount of trash themed. It is things going it on. It all started with Roman is trash. And we're now trash like Roman is trash, trash, and then and a now, dumpster match. And now everybody is also trash. Just trash. 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 If you're not Braun, you're trash. If Apparently, you're not me, you're trash. And then cutting back to the ring, we have a little segment of Miz TV, and he's got the bar on there. And just to sum it up real quick, basically the Miz shoots on Baron Corbin, and then the bar shoots on the Usos. Yeah. Basically, everyone just talking shit. I mean, that's what it is, yeah. Although I did have to say for a brief second since, I mean, the Miz has the Intercontinental title, and then the bar, they got the (laughs) tag titles. There was a lot of gold in that ring. Mm-hmm. And I oh, yeah. still think that they should have given the Miz the bar instead of the Miztourage. Or at least changed it after yeah. all this. I still like that they're both heels and that like when Miz came around a few weeks ago or last week or whatever to get help with Kane, or not Kane, Brown, uh, that they were like, ha 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 ha, because they were heels. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, no honor among thieves, no honor among heels. No honor among heels. <laughs> but I still kind of just wish like it would be so much better for yeah. all of them. I agree. Maybe not for the bar, but it'd be better for the Miz. Yeah, I, I, yeah, the bar. The yard kind of goes sideways for them. But yeah. It would be better than looking at a Mexican porn star every week, I guess. And curse asshole. Curse asshole. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. That's what happens when you drink and turk, turk about wrestling. Turk about wrestling. <laughs> turk and turk wrestling. Sexy turkeys. You like this pasties in it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sexy, yeah. I love it. Wow. That's everything what I need. What a provocative life. hand turkey. It's, hey. <laughs> hey. 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 Uh, <laughs> anyway. So the next match we have is Bray Wyatt versus Jason Jordan. And the actual match wasn't that bad. But first off, I guess they're just dropping the sister Abigail. That's angle. what I was thinking because they didn't. They didn't talk it. about he, it. Yeah, well, and I literally think out loud, I said just, yes, this is perfect. Don't ever just, act like that happened. They didn't even do his, well, the Hulu, no. they didn't even show his walkout. He just no. started off in the ring, and I was like, well. I'm sorry, but. I do like the walkout. The, 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 the long ranted I mean, it, it, Well, promos. it's not even so much that, but they just don't, they don't need to do Sister Wabigail. No, that was a bad idea. It was a bad idea. Maybe they thought about it when he was gone, like, this is not. Going over well. If people were not excited about that match, no. and people aren't going to be excited about doing it, and now that Finn Balor has made his way out, don't bring him back to that. There's no fucking need now. Nobody wants it. Nobody needs it. Nobody needs it. Unless you're going to bring in, like, a woman. But even then, you could still do the Sister Abigail thing with, like, you know, a woman I think wrestler. they're going to do it, they need to do But you that. don't really have to drag him back into the it. There's no reason to drag Finn back down there. I don't think they're going to. I, I think not. it's pretty clear that Finn's going on to some sort of bigger step with being on the Survivor Series team. And I hope so. Bray's not even on the cards. Because so. they haven't done with him what they should have done with him so far. Yeah. And Bray Wyatt's become like the fucking kiss of death. And I think they may just be testing the waters to see what kind of traction he still has. Which is... Because a lot of people were not... I mean, they were... I think it, what most people were doing, like, talking about the Sister Abigail thing was just fucking making fun of it, like we've been doing. Yes. So. I don't think I heard anyone actually be like, well, yeah, this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. At least after they saw it. Maybe before that, they were like, well, you know, mm-hmm. depending on how they do it. But I definitely after they did that tiny little video promo of him with his fucking helium voice and the... I was interested. I wasn't excited about it. I was interested to see what they were going to do and that I was going to get excited from there if it was worth it. 
totally let down. Yes. And poor Finn. He looks so confused. What? What is this? What the I feel like yeah. I didn't tell him what they were going to do. And they were just, what? Like, let's not tell him and let him be surprised. And he's like, what is this? This is what you shit? decided on? This is... This guy uh, really... Just Hashtag disappointed. Me. Hashtag should have stayed in NXT. <laughs> Hashtag going back to Japan. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? Just hashtag... <laughs> hashtag Japan bound. Yeah. For real. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Jason Jordan ends up getting the win with a quick little schoolboy pin. Uh, kind of catching Bray off guard. But the most interesting thing is this is the first time we've seen Bray back after the mumps outbreak. Yeah. And before that, he was in the Finn thing, which no one was liking. No. Uh, after Bray loses, he attacks Jason Jordan, injuring his knee. Kayfabe injuring his knee. Right. And the crowd starts chanting, thank you, thank you Wyatt. Wyatt. When's the last time you got one of those? It's been a long it's been a time. Dark age. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe there's still some hope. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what they do after this weekend. Yeah. Yes, that's definitely going to end up being a thing. But then, (laughs) yeah, so uh, Jason Jordan is kayfabe injured. And so we go backstage and Kurt's back there being like, oh no, you're hurt. It's not worth it. Don't wrestle while you're hurt. I got to save my baby. My baby boy. My black baby boy. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, that's my black son. That's my black son. son. Oh my god. <laughs> um, That's what they should have played when yes. they started this whole thing. My black son. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's like, Daddy, don't take me off the team. I can I do can, it. You I can still play. He creed. I want to score all of your touchdowns. He creed like a little baby boy. Cree, yes. cree, cree. <laughs> so that will actually come up. <laughs> Sorry. You do did, but you with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> I just I needed him to keep um, saying that. But uh, so that'll come back up later because there's a whole Ugh. issue with that. Uh, so next we have Bork and Paul Heyman's promo going into Survivor Series, which first off I would like to bring up, which I think actually. I think I watched Raw with Brian. Yeah, was, I had to watch it. Brian separately. was like, does he have a beard? Bork's growing he the... He did, he got scruffy, and I love... And then scruffy. I sent you guys the picture when he was in the UFC when he had the Viking beard. I was like, good God. Yes. <laughs> and there's something about him with a beard. I mean, he's even, you know, he's a stacked gentleman, and I can appreciate that, but with a beard, I'm like... Mm. Bork is very attractive. <laughs> I find Bork very attractive. <laughs> to rip off my clothes, I am here. <laughs> to, to quote the Queen Bee, he's a sexy, scary beast. Oh, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> he's a sexy, scary beast. I need you in my life. Because you had said, Brittany, or Katie, you'd said, I give you bearded Bork Lesnar, as if the mofo couldn't be more terrifying. <laughs> that just adds, like, a whole other level of, like, Viking Rock. terrifiedness. Yeah, like, like, gonna, yeah, like, you're gonna pull an axe out of your trunks or something like that and just, like, <laughs> chop my head off. Because he looks like a, just a giant man full of prison rapes. <laughs> a giant man full of prison rapes. I mean, oh, my God. He's like, I'm full like, of human booster shots, bitch. Like the, the Oprah prison rapes. The Oprah and here's a prison rape. And here's a prison rape. You get my dick and you get my dick. And everybody who doesn't wow. want my dick gets my dick. This went a little sideways. I did not yeah. see where this conversation was going. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Paul Heyman. <laughs> Um, first uh, off, I mean, yeah. cuts a great promo. I mean, he always cuts a great always, promo. Always. But apparently someone in the crowd decided this would be a good time to propose marriage. Never. Which, why? Oh, no. And I have a few questions about this before we can get into what happened. I'm not going to say that I... 
I really actually don't understand why you're proposing at a WWE live event. I really don't. Unless yeah. you're a wrestler and in the ring, like John Cena did at WrestleMania, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, propose. But like as a fan in the crowd, like if you're if you're gonna okay. If I'm paying money, I'd like to sit and watch. Fan in the crowd, if you're gonna do that, do that before the show starts or do it right after it's over. But don't make it I mean, just do a private thing like right where you're sitting and the people around you will hear it and they'll be like, Oh, that's so sweet, yay and then people will be like, What is this? And then we're gonna get around and be like, Oh, somebody just gonna engage, this is sweet. But don't especially not don't even if you're gonna do dare. it, don't do it during Paul Heyman's fucking. No, I like how he literally was nobody like nobody interrupts Paul Heyman and gets away with it. And he <laughs> said it. He was like, "I'm still going to come out on top of this." So basically, the crowd starts chanting, "She said yes," because the lady obviously accepts. And yeah. then Paul Heyman and both him and Borg, they kind of just like look to the side. And they're like, "What? <laughs> what just happened?" Borg starts smiling and laughing, like yeah. he's like, "Uh, yeah. I feel like he's like a couple of kids, yeah, getting married." Paul Heyman is just having none of it. Yeah. He literally leans outside of the ropes and is like, what does he say? He's like, the he only reason the, she only said, said yes, yes because, because she's, she's never been okay. in the presence of a beast. Yeah. I've been up close to a beast like Brock was. No. And I was just like, they quoted him on the. Yeah. On that's, the I mean, you just have to clap to that because that honestly could have derailed that entire promo, which is why I don't think those people understood. Yeah, and for them, I mean, well, and thank that's God it, it was Paul Heyman, though. Yeah, that's he can, why he he's the any, best. He can keep anything right. on the rails. He's just like, excuse me? <laughs> you interrupting actually, my talking segment? Yeah, that's actually the uh, the still that's on the uh, on Bleacher Report. Look at him leaning out of the ring. I want a picture of that. That's got to be a yeah, meme That's what his yeah. face is. Bitch. He's got... <laughs> and that's all here. I said... When your mom hears you mumble after an argument and you're way down the hallway, what did you say that? My did you mom say was that the her? worst at that. Like, whenever we got in fights, I would just like mumble like bitch or something under my breath, and she always fucking heard me. <laughs> and I would always have to be like, I didn't say anything, and then we just fight more. And I'm like, God damn it. And parents also have that weird thing like they know you're doing wrong, even if they don't have proof, and they're just like, mm-hmm. you're just like, mm-hmm. what you want me to do right now? I'm not going to admit it, so can we just stop this conversation? <laughs> well, neither of us are getting anywhere right yeah. now. We'll come back to this at a later date. We'll come back when you have some evidence. This is what I'm about. <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> Am I on trial, bitch? No. I've learned with my mom and stepdad that there's a certain way they will ask you if they have evidence, and that's when you just come clean. You're like, yeah, that happened. Whoa. And they get mad at me because I'm like, Oops. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, so where were you on this day? And I'm like, you already know. What do you want? It happened. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say? Yes, no, maybe so. Yeah, but uh, so that, any more proof that you needed that uh, Paul Heyman is the best promo cutter in the business, you get it right there. Right? And if you needed more proof, then where the fuck have you been living? Cause right, yeah. He's just the best. We've all known. It's one of those promos where some promos you almost want to be like, yeah, I can kind of in and out. But with him, you're like... You were completely focused. Like, yeah, what do you have say. to say? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I mean, obviously excited, AJ versus Bork. Yeah. And then moving on, we get the shield versus what I'm calling the Miz bar, which sounds like a candy bar. Mm. What's that taste like? Failure. Swiss. Irish. Swiss cheese and clover. <laughs> Swiss cheese and clover. potatoes. It tastes kind of like a. It tastes kind of like so, a. What's I think Miz is from Cleveland. Um. What's from Cleveland? <laughs> Browns. Browns. I thought I was going to say steamers, but that's not it. It's, why would anything be flavored like that? The <laughs> <A> brown <laughs> steamer? <laughs> shit. That's that a turd. That shit right there. <laughs> that, that shit right there. 
yeah. Oh, God. So obviously the shield's gonna win here. Um, they end up getting a triple power bomb on the Miz. The Bartarage. The Bartarage. I do like that. I'm just playing with things. Okay. Um, we should be those people that come up with like celebrity couples names. Oh, oh my yeah. God, yes. yeah. We're so good at it with wrestlers. <laughs> Manly. Hey. I mean, come on now. Yeah. In case our <laughs> fanatics are wondering, uh, Manly Commander. Brittany and I have a marriage pact. Yes, of course. <laughs> I have like multiple marriage packs. I'm um, the only one that counts. <laughs> it really is. I, what was it? We decided that if we weren't married by 40 that we were going to marry each other and it was going to be great because we could still fuck dudes and that would be wonderful because there'd just be all like business with the marriage and then we can go do whatever Business we want. and cuddles and then we'll fuck other people. Right? <laughs> like, we'll share a bed and probably cuddle. Because yeah, we already uh, decided we sleep so well together because I sleep in a ball yeah, and you like to flail. We have a perfect thing. We have a perfect thing going. You just gotta learn to flail around me and not smack me in the face. I did actually smack you in the face that one time. I got so upset. That in high school. <laughs> it was the <laughs> funniest thing in the world because I did. I like forgot that she was like in my bed so I just like Flung my arm, smacked her right in the face. She's like, "Oh God, I'm so sorry." <laughs> I just my best friend in high school, except like we were sleeping on a pullout sofa just because we could, and um, so like I rolled over in the morning. I like still sort of asleep, and I rolled over and like flopped my arm over like this, but my hand landed on one of her tits. <laughs> Start squeezing. She immediately woke up and was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Which woke me up?" And I'm like, "What? What are you doing? What?" Get your, what am I doing? get your tit out from under my hand. It's crazy. <laughs> it's <all you're> fucking <laughs> crazy. Oh my god, how did your tit get there? You're such a dirty bitch. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, so Brittany and I are going to get married at 40 if we are not yes, already married. Yes. And the conversation came up of who's taking whose last name. And so instead of Brittany's last name is Manning, my last name is Colwick, we have decided to, instead of taking each other's last name, we're going to combine last names. And it's going to be Manwick. Katie Manwick and Brittany Manwick. Yes. The Manwicks. And then we decided that if we ever had a son, or adopted a son, I guess. I'm not getting pregnant, so, you know, yeah. neither one of us want that. <laughs> vaginas and what have you. Two vaginas can't make a person. <laughs> I don't care how hard you squish them together. And it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. Science. Science. We also decided that if we ever had a son, adopted a son, that we would name him Manwick Manwick. Manwick Manwick. Manwick. Or Manwich. I think that's funny. Manwich Manwick. <laughs> man you have to man give him the middle initial, but not have a stand for anything. It's just right? like, like, like Manwick E. Manwick. And his like, middle name is literally just Manwick e. L letter E. Manwick, yeah. <laughs> but it's like three E's. It's like E, 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 E. Like a capital E, e and then two lowercase E's. Like, e. 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 What's the E stand for? E. 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 <laughs> e. Oh my god, yes. This is a ruin a truck. Manwich E. Manwich. <laughs> And they're like, make him, they're like, make him hold on to the rope, go to his next class. Because <laughs> he's not going anywhere. <laughs> All, right. All right. So the next, yeah, next shield on the docket. The shield win. Oh, um, yeah, I'm still talking about that. I sorry. mean, not really. The shield won. Who was surprised? No one. Um, there's a tiny cane promo. That was a little awkward. Oh God! Yeah, he's like yeah. smiling backstage, mm. and it seemed like they it like really weird. went on before he knew because there was like a weird segment where he's just yeah. like smiling and you're like, yeah. told him they were going. They didn't we were even, on. Oh shit! <laughs> they didn't even address that on Bleacher Report. I'm looking through. I don't here. blame them. It was weird. Yeah, I think everybody just kind of like forget about that if we can. It was some. Hey, <sighs> but one Bob, like one of our Instagram posts. 
of his Instagram. Hey, I love Ben Wise. I don't say I love him because that sounds weird, but yeah. Uh, excuse me. He seems like a pretty cool guy. Yeah, he's cool. I want yeah. one of those. Uh, his podcast is funny. Paper bag, like koozie things he has. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, I want those so bad. But yeah, uh, so Kane Pro. Yeah, Kane's fucking hell. It's just awkward, awkward shit. And, that man's gonna be our mayor. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't even care about his politics. I just yeah. want him to be mayor. Libertarian. I'm so that person. Maybe his mayor king promos will be better. Like I said, never hear, well, look what the mayor's done. I don't think he's gonna do anything dastardly. Like, I don't no. think you can at that level of power. Um, so then we get probably one of the most interesting segments of the night. Oh. Um, so Kurt Angle comes back out to announce that. Basically that Jason Jordan is hurt, so he cannot be a part of the team. Yeah. While he's doing that, Jason Jordan comes out. He hobbles. He hops along, and he's just having a breakdown. And I have to say, I've seen mixed reviews of this, but I actually kind of liked it. I feel like Jason Jordan... I mean, I think it's it's obvious that he's trying. I mean, he is really trying to make this work somehow. (laughs) I, I guess. It's probably I the best acting I've ever seen him do. I mean, yeah, because I really... To me, it's is. terrible because I thought it was fucking awful. I just... It, it was like this... You could tell it was... And I don't, think, I don't know that it was all him. I think it was just the whole thing overall. The whole thing interested me because of what was happening. Mm-hmm. But how long they dragged out the whole Jason begging Kurt to not take him off the team. And it was like... Daddy, daddy, no, daddy, but I'll you, be a good boy. A broken freaking neck. I'm your wife's son. I, I will concede and say they probably could have cut that a little bit shorter. It, it could yeah. have been a little bit shorter. It just made it long and awkward. And like, it, is, it was almost like they were dragging it out and waiting for him to actually work up some tears. Right, to see if he could get a, get a single Yeah, tear. yeah. Which eventually, later on, he had some, like, you know, red rims of the eyes and was like a little... Tear, teary eyed but not I mean, I mean not that I wanted him to be like sobbing like a baby it's uh, not all that oh, that would have been fucking hilarious though but it just I don't know and then they're having such a hard time I feel like getting him over anyway this just made him look like a big pussy and I don't think that's doing anything to help him I feel like if I think anything, he should have yeah. maybe been more aggressive and maybe been pushing people around like no I'm staying on this team and not like oh please dad don't I just feel like, like almost he's been your dad quote unquote for like four months like what are you yeah. doing I just feel like they're trying though to get him to a point where they can kind of get him to have a breakdown that's because yeah. I feel like there's going to be some shenanigans in Survivor Series like he, I yeah, he'll I think he's him. going yeah and, Which, he, and he might yeah. try to sabotage or Hell, I mean, it couldn't even happen. They could not address it, really. There's so much going on with Survivor Series and possible shenanigans that it's so hard to even try to predict. But even if it doesn't happen at Survivor Series, you can definitely tell that's what they're leading up to. Yeah. 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 And that's why I feel like it almost makes... I really... That's got to be the way they're going. If they're not going that way, then I don't know what the fuck you're doing. But working on the assumption they are going that way, that's why I really like that visual of him hobbling down there and just being like, Dad, don't do it, because it's his last little bit of trying to be oh, yeah, a good yeah. guy. I mean, I get what they were yeah. trying to do. It's just the execution I mean, yeah, sometimes in the WWE, pretty yeah. shit. But, um... So, yeah, getting off of that point, so Jason Jordan said, mm. he's walking down there, don't do it, Dad. Man. Mm. And then Daddy, please, Stephanie Daddy, comes go. out and she basically just goes, Kurt, make the fucking announcement and then walks back out. And yeah. then Kurt says, hey, there's a new member because you're hurt. And it's Triple H! Uh, well, this is what yeah. is the best. 
It probably didn't quite go like that. But Which he didn't, because he didn't actually say it. It was just all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, he actually Triple H's yeah. music cut out, and he comes down there and fucking stomps into the ring. Just, just angry. Right in Kurt's face. He's like, if you're not going to fucking do it, I'm going to fucking do it. Just and then just pedigrees Jason Jordan. Oh, God. Yes. It was fantastic. And walks the it fuck gonna, out. <laughs> it was going to be the first time I wrestled with my daddy. I was like, come on. He's <laughs> I feel like Triple H should have been like, who's your daddy now? Like, <laughs> right. He did it. That would have been cool. like squatting his little dress slacks and like teabag. Teabag him. Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, I do the say the DX. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just right over his face. Oh, that would have gotten an Actually, insane think, pop if he I did think when same. he was walking out, there were, they, there were a bunch of people. Oh, I'm sure. Everybody everybody was, like, I would have I would be doing that immediately. I'd be like, yeah. I hope he shows up in Knoxville because I will be like, yeah, so I'll have bruises on my. Just from yeah, slapping from yourself. DXing mine. But I do have to say, so. just for Triple H, first off, no matter how we feel about him being added to the Survivor Series team, it, I don't want to say his character worked necessarily, but I really like that he did just come out there stomping, oh. didn't say anything really on the mic, just mm. straight up, fuck you, Kurt, you're doing a terrible job, I'm going to pedigree your son, and deuces. Yes. Yeah, so uh, moving off of that, so now instead of Jason Jordan, we now have Kurt Angle, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Brown Strowman, and then Trips. We call him Trips. <laughs> Trips. Uh, so the next match of the night, there are only two matches left, and that's it for all. We have Finn Balor and Samoa Joe versus the club. And boy, can I say what a hell of a match. And I kind yeah. of wish they're not going to do this because these guys have way too much star power to do. I guess, no, they did do it with Seth and Dean. I want them to be a tag team. I think eventually right? it might come back around. Finn and Samoa Joe. Like, I don't so... think they're done like trying to push... They've got to hit the top first and then start making their way back down before they'll pin up. Come back because it's a roller coaster ride. Like, but, oh my Shane god. And Cesaro, boom. boom. Yeah, exactly. Ambrose Rollins, and then they hit the top and then they come back down and just put it back together. But I'm just saying, like, they could wipe the floor with the fucking tag team division. Right. They yeah. were so in sync and just on par, and I know they worked together a lot, but I was like, my yeah, god. That was crazy. Yeah, it was. So Mojo did a suicide dive. Yeah, and right. I was like, "That son of a bitch! That You're too he, nimble for your size." He, yeah, he's fucking scary. I literally have my notes. I wrote Finn and Joe for life. Oh, <laughs> but he's, but he's the total package. He's in ring talent. Joe's he's, got everything. He's he works the mic. He doesn't overdo his gimmick. He doesn't over try, like try to oversell it. Um, he doesn't have to. I mean, he comes out there and he, you know cuts to the, he cuts the bullshit. Says what he means, says what he wants to say, and then gets the fuck out of there. And then you don't feel like you're left with, like, left hanging. Yeah. I guess. It's it's still, like... And even though, like, just me personally, I really? do like Finn better than Joe. Yeah. But Finn's got some weak points. Finn's not bad on the mic, but he's not the greatest. Right. And Joe just, like, all around is, I will wholeheartedly admit, is better. Maybe not the yeah, technical yeah. wrestling. I feel like they're probably on the same level. But yeah. But they make one hell of a tag team, that's right. for sure. And uh, so they, Finn Balor and Smojo ended up winning. Uh, Finn gets Coupe de Gras on Anderson and wins because they fought the club. And I was a little happy that Finn got to wrestle his friends. That sounds weird. Yeah. But I was like, oh, good for you guys. Look at them in the ring. Again. And then I really did like that afterwards that Joe just fucking left. Yeah. Like, the ref raises Finn's hand and Joe's like, out. <laughs> he just cuts the shit. He's like, all right, I'm out here because I have to be out here with you. But once it's over, I'm, I'm the fuck out again. Yeah. Bye. Uh, bye. I don't like you. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Get out of car. 
I'm like Ellsworth. I'm the fuck out of here. Farewellsworth. So Farewellsworth. They got rid of him, man. Like just you know, on a side note, uh, like. Do we, it was, wait, wait, wait. Let's get through Raw first, and then we'll start SmackDown with that. Okay, yeah, that's fine. There's yeah, one okay. more match. All right, that's all right. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so and then that match is Kane versus Brown, uh, which <gasps> doesn't even start. That was pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. Huh, hurt the, my throat the match a doesn't bit. even start. No. The, basically, they start brawling, and Kane pulls out a table <laughs> for whatever reason that never gets used, and then Brown. And then he pulls a, out a chair. Right, they're just like, yeah. oh, look, I've got weapons. Meh. And then Brown ends up uh, doing a running power slam, and then Kane goes through mm. the ring. They both go through the ring. Well, yeah, it kind of has to. They both to. disappear, yeah. and I love the practically no selling from the ref. Like, if that had been me, <laughs> if, I, if that wasn't supposed to happen, yeah, I'd, I'd be, be like, like, holy shit! shit. Yes, just like when... somebody. Oh my god, I would have been. He's like, just looking and just like kind of shakes his head like oh wow this is crazy man like, like seriously yeah if it had been anyone yeah, of us we probably would have had like our hands in our hair like oh my god yeah, I don't know fix this Christ. Vince is gonna kill me <laughs> they would have been backstage watching the monitors tell me like you need to calm your, calm your shit a little bit calm your tits you're overselling overselling um but yeah if this match ends in no contest because they go through the ring because the ring's incomplete I guess yeah, we can't have a match. It was the last match of the show. Oh, I mean, have to fix it. But I like how you did that. <laughs> so we want to start. All right, we are here Oof. now to smack down and fuck it up. <laughs> smack it down and fuck it, it up. up. I love that so much. Smack it down. Yeah, uh, thanks, Ben. Ben, you're the best. Right. He is fantastic. Uh, so uh, before we get into SmackDown, we'll just go ahead and announce that uh, James Ellsworth. Farewellsworth. Farewellsworth was released. Get out of here, bitch. Officially bitch, released bitch. this week. And he literally I think we are very excited about that. Um, he basically spent his last few shows getting his ass kicked by the Which entire I think women's is, division. Yeah, I know, if you heard, yeah, it was every night. Yeah, that every happened. single night. Every single night in the European tour, the entire women's division would beat he, the show. Apparently, I guess he was trying to keep, he kept trying to come out and apologize to Carmella. Oh, uh, yeah. And then they were all like, no. You're She's done. like, I don't need you. And they're like, ah, let's life. all beat him up again, girls. You said shit. <laughs> it might not necessarily, but I feel like a lot of that has to do with the original way they planned the Money in the Bank match, mm-hmm. where it's the first fucking women's Money in the Bank match, right. and you had James Ellsworth go up there and get the fucking briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I do, I do have to say, as much as I was not excited about his character at all doing anything ever, um, there's a little tiny part of me that's just fucking jealous because he got yeah, he got he to, got to live it. the dream for what a year and something like over yeah. a year. Um, I mean, basically, he started off as jobber for Brown. Yeah. That just got way over at the beginning. That fans really liked him. Yeah, you know, what was it? Uh, as long as I've got my two fists, I've got a yeah. fighting chance. And everyone really liked that. Yeah, any man with two hands has a fighting chance or some shit. Yeah. Don't know. And um, then, uh, yeah. And then they brought him back. Apparently, uh, Jericho pitched the idea to Vince. Yes. And then... Somebody else had supported it, too. Yeah. And, yeah. And he got and to just, fucking just stay. And he, I mean, that's the dream. At least being on the roster for a year. Fuck yeah. You get a t-shirt. Yeah. You build a fucking fan base. I mean, it's just insane. So yeah, a little part of me is just like sour grapes or whatever because I'm kind of jealous, but part I of me is just like, like I don't like what they did with him while they had him on there, especially the Money in the Bank stuff and the Carmel mm. stuff. And I'm not even doing that from like a feminist fan po- uh, you know, viewpoint. 
And we talked about that before. It's not even that. It's not even, oh, I'm seeing not real women's money in the bank. Like, they, you just fucked it up for the women. And blah, blah, blah. It's just, it was just stupid. And I didn't like the way that yeah, you did it. Yeah, it was yeah, key. And it was like, you're just not taking this cool thing that you're finally doing. You're just like, you're not taking it seriously. You're just shitting yeah. on it by including his fucking shenanigans in it. But anyway. And he could even have his <laughs> shenanigans, but he definitely shouldn't have been the one to climb the ladder. Right? Like, no, that's one of the no. most intense parts of those matches is when you someone s- finally fucking gets the briefcase. You stay your ass down in the ring and you right. hold the ladder for, the, for, for the her ladder to go again or herself. something like that. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying he couldn't be involved with like, that. The way they did they, it was just bullshit. Everybody was like, are you fucking have kidding drop me right now? Becky Lynch or something like that. And then maybe their fucking match would have made more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because all these months later... Oh, these <laughs> it's whatever. Oh, yeah. So I'm actually getting into twirling him around like the fucking ring. Uh, we start off with basically what I like to describe as a pep rally. Yes. Like a oh, rally. yeah. I thought that was weird. I got a little confused, and not that I didn't think it was, you know, kind of fun or whatever. But I feel like that was a weird way to start. The whole thing? I don't know. I feel like it kind of brought the momentum down a little bit afterwards. I feel like I this part, doing. and then obviously what happens later when Raw invades, which we'll get into the specifics of that when it, we get to that in the episode, but um, it's just, you know, I understand that it's a brand versus brand pay-per-view, and to be honest, I actually liked the Under Siege thing at first, and maybe still kind of do, I'm not sure, but it's just weird to see some of these people together, if that makes sense, like... Brand-wise, like, you literally had Baron Corbin and Sin Cara standing next to each other yeah. in this. It's like, haven't they been yeah. like, oh yeah, we're not fighting later tonight for the fucking exactly. belt. Yeah. Right? It was a little weird. It's just a little and ha- weird. And people, just some of the people back there who were just like, yeah, yeah, blue brand. Uh, and pre- it's like, you Primico know. or Epico was back there and I was like, haven't seen you in a hot second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I was like, funny because, because yeah. Was, he's like literally in the bag of us. And that's what me and Dempsey were talking about up at the porch the other night before you came up like how he was there and it was like I thought they both got released together mm. like I thought they did too but I guess they didn't smoke and mirrors I don't know was, maybe they just keep them on for those crowd filler scenes right. you'll just be that wrestler we need in the you back. got it yeah yeah so we have Pepperelli yeah. Smackdown's getting all hyped up um so then after that uh we get Daniel Bryan coming out which is Probably yes. one of my favorite parts of the night. Yeah. And, um, he comes out and says that, you know, they like to, you know, on SmackDown, they're going to give uh, their champions all of the amenities that the Raw champions have. And so AJ Styles comes out. He's like, would you like an advocate? I'll be your advocate. I'll yes. be your advocate. And then he does the Paul Heyman thing and he does it incredibly well. I he mean, really does. I was amazed. It was, it was like, it was really perfect. funny. It was good. I really liked it. And I enjoyed AJ Styles almost kind of doing the Brock thing, the whole, like, the nodding and the... (laughs) Just randomly smiling at people and laughing at things. Yeah, like, Like, yeah. yeah. Like, first off, Daniel Bryan has found himself a new niche if he, for whatever reason, decides to stay with WWE. He could totally be the next Paul Heyman as proof with this. Yes. Totally could. Um, I did also like the point that he brought up uh, that 
Brock was a quitter and then he tapped out to a half ass knee bar oh, in the UFC, like not in wrestling, a oh, real knee bar. Yeah. And AJ Styles' face when he said that was like, why would you bring that up? Because yeah. I feel like AJ's like, he's gonna murder me now. Well, the funniest thing is that, and then if, you, if you look at the audience, so you heard it, yeah, but then there were so many people saying, just like, oh shit, he yes. said that. <laughs> like, it was funny. That was great. And I literally said, oh shit. Yeah, like, too, oh, I was like, like, oh my god. You, you almost don't talk to work that. <laughs> like, oh, AJ just drops his belt. And he's like, oh my god, his hands about, on his like, face. You've seen different. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you're almost being like you're pussy. Yeah, like you're actually you're hitting each other. Like you're. It's one of those things. Like it, you, it's not so much. Well, I guess it could be to an extent, but in general, like it's more or less you tap or you don't sort of thing. You mm-hmm. knocked out or you yeah. knock them out. <laughs> so you it's kind of just you funny. Tapped. Yeah, it's just kind of funny. Like, I, I thought that was fucking great. I also loved his little smug grin that Daniel Bryan had when he said it. Like, he was almost like, tee hee hee hee. Did I I've just, been did I just to say this like shit? The, did I just do that? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, um, but this actually brings up a really good point, and I don't think they will do it, but what do you think the odds are that uh, Daniel Bryan comes out with AJ Styles at Survivor Series? Oh, Daniel Bryan comes out with him? Yeah, like Paul Heyman. Absolutely. I think they'll do it. Yeah. I don't think they will, but it'd be very fucking cool if they did. I think they should. And I secretly think it's because I want Daniel Bryan and Paul Heyman to get a slap fight on the outside of the ring. Well, I mean, if they really fought, we'd know who (laughs) would win. Filipino slap fight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that honestly was one of my favorite parts of the night. I just loved everything about it. And uh, eventually AJ does talk, and he's like, I'm not like Bork, I'm not a puppet. He says his piece. Um, <laughs> I'm not like most Borks. <laughs> I'm not like most Borks. <laughs> that should be his walkout music. Does he dance, or does he, like, just... Just a head. Or is it all so just all head? Like a... I'm not like most Night at the Roxbury? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. What in love? Baby, don't hurt me. Um, so yeah, after that we get a quick segment backstage with AJ and Jinder. Basically, Jinder going, After you get beat by Bork Lesnar, I'm gonna come for the belt. Whatever. Which I'm gonna say, since they've already planned on Jinder fighting Triple H in India, that he's AJ's not gonna drop the belt. I don't think so. I think that's gonna be the pull for the match. Not that Jinder's the champ, it's just gonna be that it's fucking Triple H. Yeah. No, because I mean, why would Triple H fucking Triple H? Not he's fucking Triple H. I'm not sure how they it's came that up he's this fucking thing. Triple H it's in the ring in front of millions of Indians. I mean, I mean, maybe that's what they're into. I don't know the culture. <laughs> I take it. I'm just saying. Uh, but um, yeah. So I, I really don't think AJ's gonna drop the bill. No, at all. No, I think he. To be I honest, think I just... think he's gonna retain till WrestleMania. But uh, I hope so. Oh, okay. Anyway, let's just pick. We it. deserve it after this year with the fucking House of Horrors. I have like a whole theory about how things are going to go from the Royal Rumble on. The great, uh, the great garbage trucks swap out. <laughs> you can't fool me, WWE. The first one was white, the second one was red. All right, yeah. you can't fool me. <laughs> that other one was a brand new truck. <laughs> uh, anyway. So I think next we had Baron Corbin versus Sin Cara for the United States Championship, which Baron Corbin retains after he hits the end of days on Sin Cara. Yep. Hey, he won. Hey, this is like the fourth or fifth time they've wrestled in the last. Yeah. Right. You're just yeah. like, eh. 
Like, is there no one else? Like, Rusev, no one else can go for this? I, I, I don't know. Like, who did Sinkara upset? Or is there literally just nobody who will agree to do it? I mean, I feel like you can tell them that they have to wrestle Baron Corbin and they can't tell you no because it's, you know, their fucking job. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't even want to talk about that. I don't even think I really pay attention to that much. Um, so was... after that, we get a tiny Shane and Daniel Bryan segment backstage, which uh, Daniel Bryan basically says that they will have to have a talk after Survivor Series. Yeah. He wants to support SmackDown, but he still doesn't agree with what Shane did. Which to me brings up a few questions, and that is, do you think this is how they write him off? Do you think he really might try to go back to the indie scene? Do you think he comes back as a re- like what is what do you think right now the talk is about? Mm. I mean, obviously he's gonna bring up the whole incident and stuff like that, but I feel like more it's what it's going to lead to between their relationship. I mean, it could be a whole like. If he just doesn't like what he has to say, I mean, technically Shane McMahon has the power to fire him and get rid of him. Although I don't think that's how they would. I think it would be let him, him go. Yeah, exactly. I don't right. think that's how they would do that. But I, I see where you're getting at with it. To be honest, with it, I think it would be awesome if he just returned to the indie scene and just did I that thing because so he could do so many great things and, and then really come back. Do yeah, and then mm-hmm. go from there. I mean, he also, so I feel like he him. could do both. He could come back and wrestle in WWE, maybe, and then kind of just do, like, maybe, I wouldn't want to say, like, a one-time deal, but, you know, like, a maybe say say the whole thing between him and Shane escalates, and then there's a match between him and Shane at some point, one night, one pay-per-view, who knows what they could do. <laughs> and then after that, then maybe it ends up being like, hey, if you lose, you have to leave, and then maybe say he loses, puts up a good fight, but loses dirty or whatever, and then moves himself on over. That's actually not bad. That'd be a good one. I don't think they'll do it because they're thin. Like, I feel like we always come up with good ideas and they're like, that could totally be a thing. And then they don't do it and you're like, fuck. But I feel like it also yeah. plays to his whole, how he started being the underdog going forward. Yeah. And then, you know, going forward again. And then you could always, like I said, you could always have him come back to WWE. But putting on, I mean, and I would say if they did do it, they would have to be just an excellent match. Like, he it would have to be almost... Shane comes out of nowhere, sort of deal, yeah. or dirty deeds done dirt cheap. <laughs> so, you know what I'm Edison. saying? But I mean, I feel like that would probably be the best way to do. It. That fucking probably means they won't do it. But yeah. I agree. I just I, I agree with you completely. But I just I think it's a very interesting point as to what's going to happen next. Yeah. No, and and I agree. Smackdown's really good at doing that. I think that's because it's not three hours long. Yeah. Like you literally get plot points. Maybe not every week, but at least every other week. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like sometimes with Raw, you just get a lot of... Which, I mean, I Hulu, makes nonsense, it, Hulu makes it bearable, because they cut out all the nonsense, and you just have to go back, and for us, we Google it or YouTube it. Yeah. But, good God, it's just... <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, they're going to talk after Survivor Series. Um, We're going to have a talk. A talk. They're breaking up. Oh my God, what was their couple name that came up with them? Who was it? Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Did we have a couple name for them? Um, something McBrien. Was it Shaniel McBrien? Shaniel McBrien. I think that was it. <laughs> I think that was oh, it. Oh, that was that like was from it. episode like three. I don't know. Way to fuck me. I don't. I can't actually say it's from episode three. I don't remember, but it was from an early one. 
Um, yeah, so next match we have Charlotte versus Natty for the women's oh. belt. And, mm-hmm. of course, Charlotte wins. Which, yes. I have to say... They had a tap with figure eight. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised that's how it happened, too. But it wasn't a bad match, really, I at love all. them fighting together. And yeah. honest, it's yeah. the heart versus the flair thing. Yeah. But I also love... Legacy it. versus legacy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, they always have the sharpshooter versus the figure four for Charlotte the figure eight. And I just <laughs> I love it. Loves, loves, loves. Um, so, yeah, Charlotte sure. wins... With figure eight. With figure eight. Gets her submit. And, um, you know, she's doing her whole... Yeah, she had um, an in-ring interview, which she got kind of emotional. She kind of talked shit about Alex Bliss, and then she started yeah. talking about her dad. And every time she does that, she gets a little choked up. And I understand. I mean, your dad uh, almost But it gets me. Bad. I can't handle it. I know. It. Like, I can't handle it. She's like, I wish he could be here tonight, and blah, blah, blah. This goes up. And then him. it gets even it better, but worse, like, emotionally. So, <laughs> she's going up the ramp. The Nature Boys music hits. And she's trying to be confusing, but I'm and like, the motherfucker comes music. out, and it's like the crowd and the crowd goes wild, right? And she's like, "Oh but, my god, dad!" There was one part that I didn't find funny because and they did the in these oh, walk, yeah. and, oh. in these moments you can definitely sort of read their lips, and he starts like jokingly like bowing down to her, and she's literally like, "Stop, dad!" And I was like, "Oh my god, dude." No one ever grows out of that. It's nobody just. I actually, I actually did tear up a little bit. Yes, but you know what? Nobody else tells Ric Flair to stop. Except for her. I mean, Charlotte, she must be the queen. She still can tell Ric Flair. It's still funny that any age you're still embarrassed by your parents. She's like, stop it. Parents just know. I feel like what it is with parents is they know what embarrasses you. Say because my mom's the worst. And I, and Flair's like, like we're on I love TV. my mom to death, but she knows how to embarrass me in public. Like she does this thing where she'll like compliment me on something. I'm like, stop, mom. And then she'll start doing it in a baby voice or louder. And I'm like, stop no. it, mom. She's like, you just look so cute. And I'm like, you're from people. I'm like, I'm in my mid twenties. You stop talking to me like a I'm child. <laughs> But I love my mom. That's still so funny. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was awesome for her to win, and she also won in a her hometown. Her hometown, yeah, and oh, Charlotte. Yeah, Rick was there. It was a Queen City. And then um, we get a, another Fortune Brothers. Oh, I don't want to just wrestle whatever. already. Like right. wrestle or not? Or I, I hope they just give up. On or, it. I, was saying, I don't ever have to. I'd be fine again. if they just quit the gimmick and just go to like shelf it. I Not just, shelf it, maybe incinerate it. Well, I'm just going to put it on the shelf. I would just want to see them wrestle commercials. Like, I don't I mean, even care about the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick. It's stupid. And the thing I'm is, done with it. Could, can they get back in the ring? Well, the thing is, if they could come back Please. in the ring and at least show that they can put on a fucking good match as a tag team, then, then you know what? Maybe I wouldn't care as much. Because at least after they wrestle, you won't see as many just of those fucking stupid promos. I feel like they're going to debut Tuesday. That's if, if they yeah. don't show said, up for what... Oh, okay, yeah. They're gonna, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that must be where I got that from. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, because the, the December pay-per-view um, Clash of the Champions is a SmackDown brand. I imagine. So it, depending on what's happening they may in the tag have, division, they might be in there somewhere. Yeah. Pro- I mean, probably on the pre-show, but... The whole thing with Clash of the Champions is that all the bills have to be defended. Yeah, so just, they'll either be there on the pre-show. I'm certain. Uh, probably pre-show. I we hope, probably. <laughs> I would hope they wouldn't just. I don't know, but um, I'm so torn because I hate the gimmick. 
And I don't really, like, Eric Rowan doesn't move my needle at all. Like, I don't give a shit either way about him. But I love yeah, Luke Harper, and I just wish they would do see, something I do, more I really with him. See, I do. really like Luke just, just for Luke. too. And I've, yes. missed, I've missed him more than anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just want to see him, uh, right? Like, back in the ring. Yeah. We got to see him at that SmackDown house show that we went to. Yeah. On Memorial Day weekend. Or the one we went to, yeah. And he was just, it was just fucking great. Although apparently he was in a TV show on the USA Network, which to me might say instead of them doing a repackaging, might be why he's been gone for so long. Mm. Mm-hmm. Could be. Could I don't be. Know. Yeah. Uh, then we get uh, Chad Gable versus yeah. Jimmy Uso. I wrote down the names so I could tell the difference. Um, I love this uh, still shot that Bleacher Report used for this match. It's like Chad Gable just giving Jimmy Uso like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, Jay back there thinking about a steak sandwich. He's like, yeah, he's like, uh, <laughs> "We'll we have to eat after this shit." <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> oh my god, I this is gonna be weird, but there's a Rugrats episode <laughs> that's off of where it's like their little fat cousin. They go to a family reunion, and all the little fat cousin says, "I'm hungry," and that's when I. <laughs> I don't think anybody realizes, but when I say that, that's what's going through my head. That's what I'm quoting is a Rugrats episode. I'm hungry. hungry. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> so this match that Uso's cut a little promo about Seamus and Cesaro and the whole them being wrestling Sunday night. Um, but then Jimmy and Chad get into whatever, whatever. I don't know. I just said it really. A shit about those, but I don't care about you and your problems. <laughs> Jimmy ends up winning with a super kick after Jay Uso distracted uh, Chad Gable. Yeah, it rings on. So that was that. I mean, I just I don't know. Gable's another one that doesn't really move my needle at all. I like Chad Gable. I like him better than Jason Jordan. Well, yeah, that. But otherwise, I don't care. I don't. I think what. I think I was on the Gable train, but the Gable what, train. But what derailed me <laughs> was when, and it's not even Shelton Benjamin. It like, it's but just it, it just had the fact that they immediately put him in the same thing after, he's already in. Yeah, well, after they got together and then they started feuding with the Usos, and it's just the you know like the promos they cut backstage where they're like kind of making fun of the Usos and mm-hmm. doing their little shtick or whatever. It's so fucking stupid, and I it makes my skin crawl to watch it, and I think that's why I've kind of, like I said, jumped off the Gable train. You're like, oh, I can't. Go off the rails on the Gable train. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, God, so, this is why we're getting married. I agree. With the inflatable castle bar Of course, thing. which you were buying oh, for. That's <laughs> what you are buying. That is your wedding It's going to be on our wish list. <laughs> that and I'm going to get ordained. And so. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, oh my god we can have a three Yay. fans on a party. Yay. 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 Okay. Yeah, um, so the um, next thing, I have a bunch of like little bullet points that all kind of go on each other. Uh, yeah. So there's Ko and Sammy backstage, mm-hmm. and they're kind of talking about, like, oh, we're not on Survivor Series. Shane McMahon clearly <laughs> has it out for us. <laughs> um, we got sent out from the Europeans. We're in everything. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> basically, they end up having a match with Biggie and Xavier, mm-hmm. and the match is going on and stuff like that. And then the match, I guess, I suppose ends in no contest, because in the middles of it, we hear the <laughs> Shields walkout music. 
<laughs> which is Roman's ballgame music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's no contest. Just blah, blah, blah. with the Sierra Delto Echo India, whatever they say. Shield Sierra Shield. Hotel <laughs> India Echo. What does L Lima Delta Delta Shield. Shield. Oh my God, that makes sense. <laughs> You didn't know that's what, that's what they were doing. They yeah. were spelling out shield. This is the military alphabet. <laughs> no, I know it was that. Yeah. I just never read that they were saying stuff. It's shield. It's not like the uh, <laughs> forest. Tree. Tree. Fire. Arrow. Webagale. 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 I think it's because I know with Brittany too much. She does that often. <laughs> I think I'm just so used to that. I was like, that's what the shield's doing just with the Street military alphabet. Hotel. Well. India. Wow. Echo. Wabigail. Sorry, I just go Wabigail. Sorry. Wabbits. Yeah, so um, Shield's music hits, Mm -hmm. Raw's invasion begins, Uh, you have the shield kind Mm -hmm. of surrounding the ring, and it's got the New Day and Sammy and K.O. are still in there, and there's like- the slowest invasion I've ever seen in my life. We will compare after this. Yeah, so um, they're right at that moment. SmackDown had the numbers advantage, but then Sammy and KO basically roll out of the ring and are like, "You're on your own, pieces." And so the New Day ends up kind of getting their ass kicked there by the Shield, and the Usos come in to try and save them. That doesn't work. Cut to the women's backstage segment where the Raw women are just lording around backstage, and they just happen upon the women's locker room, and they're like, oh, hey! They see Lana getting dragged around. That and was like, hilarious, I will and, uh, admit. Did you see where Rusev tweeted, and it was like a little video clip of Lana getting dragged. He was like, me dragging Lana to the bedroom, dot, 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 <laughs> to watch Total Divas. <laughs> he was like, I caused a lot of drama in this episode. I love his risky. I love his Twitter. His Twitter is amazing. Yes. Um, and the other thing about like with the Usos showing up when they like dove into the ring and they stood up and they had that like half second like kind of standoff with Roman and they're they, like and they decided just to not go for him so they just and they were like they, nope. they went for <laughs> Seth and they went for Dean but they just left him the fuck alone and uh, but yeah so the women backstage um, I really no. did not like the women's backstage I mean, besides no. the one thing which was funny um, I will give Bliss. Some credit with oh, when uh, Charlotte was shit. the last one there, yes. and she just came up and fucking whacked her. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. that's what I did. I was like, oh, shit. "I will give her credit for that." that was, I was like, "There were some decent. real feelings behind that one." There's yeah. Then uh, so we cut back to the ring. This is a very long, weird invasion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Kurt Angle's walking out, and then Brown's music hits, mm-hmm. and then walks out like the fucking Godfather. And then he like Brown walks out. And then looks at Kurt Angle, and Kurt Angle's like, do what you were supposed to do. Then he goes to the ring, and I have a lot of critiques about this invasion, just because Brown goes in there, and he does have kind of a moment where he's slightly throwing people out, but if you're gonna have him do it, why not have him clear the whole ring? Right. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point of him, almost. Is to go in there and clear shit out. And he didn't. I did like a little bit of the Shinsuke and him standoff. Like, just because that tease, because... If anyone could sell Shinsuke, it could be Brown. Yeah. Because that's supposed to be Shinsuke's whole thing, King of Strong Style. Right. Fucking whack him around a bit, he's a big guy. <laughs> well, as soon as Shinsuke took off after him, like, started to hang towards him, I was sitting there going, Shinsuke, don't, you're gonna die. He's gonna kill you. <laughs> Every time somebody went for him, I was like, you don't know what you're in for. <laughs> but, uh, you don't know what you're in Yeah, doing. so then uh, Shane and the rest of the locker room ended up coming out. Yeah. And... <laughs> but that was a mistake, Shane. Poor Shane. 
Um, so, uh, SmackDown locker room ends up just getting their ass kicked. Yeah. Shane in particular. Shane. Although, there's a moment with him and Brown. Yeah. He tries to stand up to Brown, and I was like, oh. I feel bad, but I was like, oh, look at you trying to do things. That's not going to happen. Shinsuke made sense to me. Shane, I was just like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. What, are you going to climb up and jump off of his head? That's the only thing you do. This rope-a-dope thing. Like, I'm distracting it with my feet. Look at this. He should put flashing lights on. Look at these. He's he needs some Naomi <laughs> light-up shoes. Right? That'd be fucking hilarious. He pokes them in the eyes like or fucking three stooges. Naomi should do it. That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Brown does the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he puts his hand up to vlog it. <laughs> I knew how to protect My friend Danny used to do that too when we were younger. And I'm putting that, but he had such fucking big hands and long Didn't fingers. Didn't matter. Yeah, his fingers were so long that he could still touch my eye, my eyelids, like my eyeballs, with one hand, so I'd have to put two hands up. Yeah. Block, <laughs> block the giant uh, fucking banana fingers. fingers. Uh, but yeah, so poor Shane ends up getting a triple power bomb, then an angle and slam, an, and then another, another triple, triple power, power bomb. bomb. Yes. So poor him. Now, uh, before we do get into predictions, which, opinion: Which invasion did you like better? Which one did I like better? I loved SmackDown's invasion. That was my favorite. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. It was funny. Dixie looked at me like I was crazy the other night when I said that. He was like, man. I was like, SmackDown's was way fucking better. It had yeah. a lot of way funny shit in it. The only, the best thing about this one was Lana getting dragged across the floor and Charlotte getting punched. But yeah, SmackDown's no. invasion was way better. It was more cohesive. I it think it just made more sense. And also it was unexpected. The right. entire night on SmackDown, they kept saying, Raw might show up tonight. And they got what? in there? Like, and I'm confused. I'm we, fucking confused. How did they get in there? And they've yes. known this for, what, a couple weeks now? Like, every SmackDown, like, the night after the SmackDown invaded Raw, yeah, like, they were waiting for, and... yeah, they were waiting for a fucking Raw invasion. So that's what I'm very confused about. And I agree with you. SmackDowns was just much more cohesive. It made sense. I think it also made a lot more sense that they are actually just backstage and then eventually made their way out to the yeah, ring. It just, yeah, it was And the men and women were together. Yeah. Instead of the women just beep bopping around backstage, the men are like, we're going to the ring. Deuces. Yeah. Like, it just... And I felt like it took too the, long for the rest of the people to show up. I don't remember. I think John and I were talking about... Almost like when where I was like, is everyone? Is this an invasion or what? Is, is it, it just like, a shield? Like, yeah, is it just a shield showing up and they're half and half shirts? Like, what is going on? Also, I hated that. Do you I hated like that those shit. shirts a lot, and I was like, mm, I can't get down with it. It's just mm. too. Everyone else is in a rush. Like, I didn't want to be that person. Like, everyone else is in a rush. Yeah, right? really. I know you guys I just understand. Got those. You guys are the shield. But I thought that was goofy. I was like, you yeah. don't, you don't need. Who's buying those? You guys, the three of you. And they're like, the Roman just got back. You put everybody else in shield garb. It's not like we missed looking at it. But yeah, almost everyone else, though, that I read, they were all like all over Raws. And I was that's... like, I don't understand why. Well, you know what? They're all wrong. And that's why um, we're the chosen ones who have been bugged. By John Cena. By John Cena. I He's swear like, to God. I've these been... girls... They know what they're talking about. Just Katie, like I texted her a picture. It was a screenshot. No, it said John Cena. It was an Instagram notification. Like John Cena just 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 posted a photo, and I I did a screenshot and I sent to Katie. I was like, I said this shit shouldn't strike fear in me, but after all the talk of my house being bugged, I'm always afraid it's related to some shit that we've talked about. Yeah, she said it's a photo of you brushing your teeth. Oh, Oh fuck that! I would retaliate with the fury of a thousand urukai. Oh god! <laughs> she said John Cena versus a thousand Urukai. Book it. <laughs> That's fucking. And, uh, to I say that way too often. Stone Cold. Oh hell yeah! 
I do that way too often. Like, and things that don't even have to do with wrestling, I'm just like, book it. Book it. <laughs> By God, book it. Um, but yeah, I think SmackDown's Invasion was way better. Like, yeah, by it was just weak. Bounds. It was weak and weird. And yeah, I didn't really like it. And nonsensical. So expected. Yeah. I feel yeah. like almost if they had done it the night after or the week in between. It would have been Leave better. you that week lingering almost. Yeah. Like, it would have been better, but every- Don't wait till the fucking go home show. And then you gotta do it, and then it's expected, and it was just so weird and clunky. Yes. Clunky. That is uh, It did have its parts. I do like that at the end that the shield kind of went around with the shade, and they were like, look what we've done. And I do like the Sammy and KO leaving. But that was about- And then, like yeah. you said, Lana and the Bliss <laughs> hitting Charlotte. That was yeah. about it, though. That's like the highlights. Yeah. To be honest, I kind of wish he would have just said, first off, I still maintain you should have just had Bork or Brown go in there, Bork and Brown, and then you don't even need the whole roster. Yeah. You just need Bork and Brown. You just need Bork and Brown. You don't done. need the rest of the roster if you've got them. Also, before we like take a break or do any predictions or anything, um, I don't know if you guys saw, and I don't know if I sent you the screenshots of this, but on Twitter on Tuesday, I guess Bray Wyatt had tweeted, You did. When Jesus was taken by the Romans, some lost faith. Stand by him at his weakest. Reign with him in the end. Hashtag awarded be the faithful. And Dan, or at Dan the Stripe, replied, You've been at your weakest for three years now, though, to be fair. And I was like, oh, this this guy's a fucking savage. And so, uh, to which Bray Wyatt replied, I was the champion of the world a very short time ago. Just because you have a voice does not mean you should use it. And I'm like, what a weak comeback, because that guy totally just... Like, laid you down. Oh, ripped your asshole on Twitter. <laughs> like, to be fair. The way you said that. your weakest for three years. May reminded me of this. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's so funny. When Daniel Bryan was doing the Paul Heyman promo, because you said I was champion of the world, uh, what is it? Raw is the Universal Championship and SmackDown is World Champion. Right. <laughs> Daniel Bryan literally, he was like, the champion of the universe. <laughs> Yeah. I know. He said that, and then he was like, the champion of the world. And I was like, oh my god. I think they should be referred to more like Yeah, the champion the of the world. The champion of the world. I want somebody with a He-Man gimmick. Right. Like, and then have him change it to the Masters of the Universe belt. Yes. I'm the Master of the Universe. Oh my god, yes. So, alright. I guess we're ready to do our uh, Survivor Series prediction. I swear, like seriously, my most favorite time of the month. Prediction time. Prediction time. Yes. Yes. And yes. Also, I don't know who Junior Little Dead Man is, but he likes commenting on things. <laughs> He's one of our followers. He actually does pretty well, likes our stuff. He's yeah. a sweet guy. So shout out to you. Yeah, right. Junior Little Dead Man, I think that's what your name was. What's his name? Clicked off of it. He commented on the picture that we took with Kane. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, I don't know who you're talking about. No, yeah, he likes our stuff. Yes, shout out to you. Thank you very much. Yes, yeah, seriously. Wonderful. Thank you, fanatic. Thank you for interrupting. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, yes, yeah. so, prediction time. Where it all comes down, because as much as we love to do this podcast on a weekly basis, this really comes down to the belt for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is what it's all about. Hmm. For you guys, it's Shit. the shenanigans and the fun and the laughter. For us, it's trying to shank each other for this belt. <laughs> yes. I will tell you, though. We turn into prison bitches at this time. You have no idea. She gets savage. 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 Um, Hashtag savage. So savage. And so... I can't really do all our predictions like that. The first match that we have on the card 
<laughs> as Bark Lesnar versus AJ Styles. Oh my god. Okay, I'm already on my nerves. So I'm going Bork. I'm also going Bork. Bet. Bork. I just, I mean, look, we're all Swedish chef. Bork, bork, bork. Borky, borky, bork, 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 bork. Here come chicky, 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 chicky. I just, I honestly think that's really good. I love you. Okay, my dad, though, does it perfectly. Like, my dad, I think, is where I get the voices from, but my dad is the one that I learned how to do your Swedish. Yeah, he does meat water really well. He does Boomhauer pretty good, too. That's awesome. Yeah, but I get my, I think I get a lot of my accents from him. He doesn't do it unless I ask him, but that one's my favorite. Morgan, morning. My mom makes him do it all the time. He's like, do the Swedish. He's like, chicky, 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 chicky. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yes. I was just going to say, I mean, obviously we hope they put on a good match. I think, I don't think there's... Like, it really I has the potential think, to be the match of the night. Yeah. I don't think there's really much of a chance that it won't be a good match. Or a great match, even. Just given who it is. As long as they let it go... Long enough. It needs oh, well, to be a longer batch because right. it you need to have that back and forth. I mean, I know how it's going to end up more than likely just because of things and stuff, but good showing. Yes. I'm, I'm upset showing. at the thought of having to watch AJ uh, be like F5 or suplexed. Right. So. I think what's going to happen is he's going to go for the phenomenal forearm or something like that, and Bork's going to catch him. And I feel like he's going to evade it. The entire match until the end, and then Bork's gonna like catch him and be like F5 or suplex him. <laughs> just break him in half, yeah. But yeah, just as long as it's not like a Goldberg match with Bork, like let's Jesus make this oh. eight seconds. <laughs> that wasn't a match, it was it was a shit show. It really was. Um, so next we have women's champ versus women's champ, Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte. I'm taking the queen. That's uh, me all the way. I'm taking Charlotte. She's wonderful, and I, yes. I feel like this will probably go, not, I don't want to say both ways, but I feel like this will be one of those that will go back and forth, but I honestly just want to see Charlotte kick the shit out of Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I want her to, like, finally write her match, like that kind of thing. Right. All right, well, I already know uh, what I'm going to do for the next one. Yeah, so Corbin versus The Miz. Baron Corbin versus... Miz. Oh, my God, I started running Corbin. <laughs> is Cor- he fighting Bliss? Oh, oh my God. God, that would be funny. Yeah, so Corbin versus The Miz. Um, I'm going Miz. I'm going to go Baron. I'm going with the upset. So am I. Ain't that... We have to differ somewhere, guys. So I, I, I mean, it's getting... <laughs> I mean, we we all agree that's going to a point with all three of us that we agree so much that at some point that's why the last one or not the last one TLC I took the mistrush even though I knew they were going to lose is like I figured a lot of these would be the same but actually I figured like the five on five matches we would differ that's going to get interesting the five on five matches is where it gets real interesting <laughs> but I would say the Miz versus Baron Corbin besides those matches that might have been the hardest match to pick yeah like yeah. just the rate like because they're Anyone can, it's not for a belt. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's anyone's game. So, next up, we've got Tag Champs versus Tag Champs. The Usos versus The Bar. I'm gonna go Usos. I'm going The Bar. I... Oh, look, we're differing again, so that's good. Oh, who's going The Bar? I'm going The Bar. Okay. As am I, so Katie, there's our differ. And then... Oh, shit's about to get real. This is gonna be fucking intense. This is gonna be way too intense. 
You're gonna do scissors, right, Or Katie? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. This might. <laughs> I feel like this is me. I mean, I'm not gonna say. Yeah. I would be happy with it being a little different. That way we can be more. Yeah. yeah. That, that way there's not just like because... one match where we're just like. Yeah. All those matches are super intense. Jesus. I feel like just to go off on a tangent that aren't picks, but like the reason why Survivor Series in itself is such a hard pay-per-view to predict is because it's not for belts. You're not necessarily... So you can't go off of, well, they're not going to lose it, da-da-da-da-da. You kind of just have to think about maybe how they would play it versus like... I guess what I'm trying to think about is like what has happened to this this tag team or person recently on their show that may affect this, da-da-da, but even then that could have nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like This for me is just kind of... I'm gonna. I'm kind of going gut with a little bit of other things, but it's a mixture at, at this. It point, just it just... really makes it hard, and there's so much going on. Like they added so much story to this one pay per view that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's interesting, but Jesus, it's compelling. It's compelling. This I think this may be another one of those surprise pay per views where people are kind of like a little apprehensive going into it, a little bit nervous, but I think it's gonna be like a pleasant surprise. That's what Again, I want. Again, with the last minute anyway. changes. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, what? I feel like they, what, if they keep, again, what if they keep doing this? Like, uh-huh. they were like, whoa, this works so well with TLC with an actual yeah. sickness. Like, we'll yeah. just keep <laughs> shuffling things about. As long as we get... Shit, that makes sense. I don't know. Uh, so, the Shield versus the New Day. The next matchup on the list. I'm obviously going Shield. Um, I'm also going Shield. Oh. Um, that's also what I was gonna do. You're also, I, yeah. That would be, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. just because, I mean, it's, it's the shield, and with Roman having been out, so I this feel is like kind of it, almost like your real reunion. It, it kind of is, yeah, so I would imagine that's. For some reason, I stuck this little cruiserweight match right in between, uh, Enzo versus Kalisto. I'm going Enzo. I'm also going Enzo yeah, against going what Enzo. I really don't want to necessarily happen. Exactly. But, I mean. I just feel like it's not. Regardless of his in-ring ability, he really is. He can handle the two hundred five live. Well, because Uh, of his. I mean, as much as they hate to admit it, he can talk. I mean, and that's the biggest thing. I mean, like it shouldn't be, but it is. I mean, because they have to have that carryover value, especially when you're going from two hundred five live, where it's people not necessarily going to tune into the, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not going to necessarily want to do that. They want, you know, SmackDown Raw. So you have to have somebody that makes people want, that are already fan bases of him. Right. And, wanting and even to, if it's people watching, like, hoping to watch him get his ass kicked. Exactly. Still gonna Either you it. watch it because you hate him, or you watch it because you, you like him. him. I mean, yeah. it's one or the other, and they know that. I think what I'm hoping is that since Enzo is so good on the mic, that he will almost challenge the other guys to step up. Yeah. Not that there aren't other guys on 205 Live that are decent on the mic, but, you know, if you step those guys up that have that in-ring ability... Yeah, but make them, you know, you yeah, have to... Yeah, on the mic. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Up there. They already have the in-ring ability, they just need that, then hopefully we get a few guys like that, and Enzo will fucking lose the belt. <laughs> get somebody who can talk and beat his ass. Alright, so this is where shit's gonna get interesting. Yes, we have the Raw Men's Team versus the SmackDown Live. Okay, let me team. just... Okay, so... I mean, I'm just, I'm kind of just thinking of... Team Dangle and Team McMahon. Lieutenant Dangle. I'm still thinking, so if you know, go spit it out. I'm just kind of trying to... I'm going SmackDown. I'm going SmackDown then, too. I have, like, a super big, long theory on double swerves in this. 
Which I will let you pick before I launch into you. See, I'm debating what I want to do here, because... Yeah, at this point, it's really up to you. We've already... All oh, well, I, I know that. I'm not even doing it because of that, but there's just... I'm thinking there's, of a couple different things. There's so much things. going on in the So mids. I'm just trying to... Like, the women's one is bad, but the men's one's even worse. There's too many storylines I'm trying too to piece, variables. <laughs> piece together right now that it's not really working for. And I think I'm going to go with SmackDown. I think that's what I'm going to stick with for now. Okay. The reason... Yeah. Yes. Do it. <laughs> the bucket. The bucket. <laughs> I'm not going to tinker anymore. I ripped a hole. You did. You, like, stabbed in your paper there. I, I think it was where it was, like, I had it folded over and I'm running out of room in this notebook. So, like... <laughs> With the SmackDown men's thing, I'm not sure about you guys, but this is... I'm going to go ahead and call it. If this happens, I just feel like I should win the belt automatically. <laughs> so this is my idea. Another reason why this is so tricky is because in these elimination matches, like you said, there's so much going on. There's so many variables, especially because there's no DQ. Anything can fucking happen. Exactly. So this is what I think is going to happen. I think Sami Zayn and KO are going to come out, and they're going to try to cause SmackDown the match. And it's going to get down to the nitty gritty, and then I think Jason Jordan's going to come out and cause Raw the match. See, I was kind of thinking shenanigans with that too. I think that one's gonna be shenanigans regardless. That's kind of what I was. Well, see, that's what I was kind of going with because I feel like, like you said, with the shenanigans, I think it's gonna lead more towards Rob being costed for Jason Jordan. Because if you look at it, obviously there's been some things with Sammy and KO, but I don't feel like it's been brought so much more to the forefront now than what Jason Jordan's has. To me, that's kind of... I guess I go based on what I feel like they're trying to present more. Yeah. Like, if I were just, like, coming in, what I would notice. And I guess I would notice more Jason Jordan's kind of that slow descent. Also, if you think about it, it's more of a pop if he comes out and fucks it up. Because everybody's almost kind of expecting that from Cammy. Especially if you're Oh, my God. Cammy. You can just call him Cammy now. Cammy. Sammy and KO... Cammy Zoans. Cammy Zoans. Oh, I bet she'd be cute. I'm Cammy Zoans. <laughs> oh my god. I'm adorable. Sorry, but but yeah, I but um, I also feel like it'd be a great way for Jason Jordan to generate heat, he, even if the double shenanigans. I feel like don't the only way him. he's gonna be able to be something, even if later on he wants to be face later, he almost has to go heal at this point to do anything. Yeah. Because it's not working with this My Black Son shit that they're doing right now. Like, it's almost it's almost <laughs> like you don't son. even think about it until one of them brings up and then you're like, oh, dad shit, or yeah. son. You know, it's like you don't care because it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter unless you bring it up or like the whole nepotism thing. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. It does nothing for anybody. So why are we doing this? It does nothing for Kurt Angle. He first of all, he doesn't need anything to he's general manager, he's had a career, it doesn't he's matter. Kurt he's yeah. Kurt Angle, exactly, it doesn't matter. But for Jason Jordan, it is nothing for him. Like, nothing. And he is talented. It's not his it's almost not his fault that he's gotten stuck in something like this. Also, I would like to point out that the whole, not a stipulation necessarily, but if Kurt were to lose this match, technically he gets fired as GM, and that's how you get him to be an in-ring wrestler again, because they're gearing yeah. up for him at WrestleMania, well, which also sets up... Exactly, and that's kind of what I was thinking of, that whole thing. If he gets fired, it makes it Because there's easily... no way they're going to... With Shane, it's a little bit different. Yeah. There's no way they're going to have a GM wrestle and still be the... Or, yeah. Because there's the commissioner and the general manager. Yeah. There's no way they're going to have a general manager wrestle and then still 
be a GM. Like, yeah. with Kurt at TLC, uh-huh. it was weird. But that was almost happened, like, yeah, because shit happened. But now it's almost like they're trying to get he needs to just that in-ring. In yeah, exactly. Yes. Which, that's kind of what I was, that was what was going in my head. I was like, hmm, Kurt Angle, hmm, like doing a beautiful mind style. Like, I need to be writing it on, like, a clear, like, a piece of glass with a dry erase marker. Like, right. Get Oh um, my god, he's a genius. So we've got one more match on the docket here. The Raw Women versus the SmackDown Women. I'm going Raw I'm going women. Raw too. Oh my god! We're all going Raw Women. We all, we completely agreed on the goddamn elimination matches. So really it's gonna, it's gonna come down to all the other little I bits. I really think those are harder. These two are the only ones where we differ. The, the so, fucking, I swear to god, it's the hardest matches to pick. Yeah, those really are, because it doesn't matter not that it, it mattered but it doesn't matter belt wise or title wise or you know the whatever matches you can almost try to piece them together and i'm just saying with the raw women i only say that because of oscar yes i know that sounds bad but yeah would you put that that's a loss that's i mean technically how... that's a loss and she would have to get pinned if it were at, or loss. eliminated by somebody if and that's the thing regular tag match and she didn't get pinned i could see them yeah doing that. because you could but you, ta- you could get... yeah and you could pin the other partner wouldn't matter but this is not just like first person on one team gets pinned you win it's you have You're to eliminate gone. until the last person that's why i feel like they're not going to do that right now. Now I can see maybe later on, after maybe getting a belt established, go into something like that. and She will could. lose a bit. And the thing is, I'm not saying I want her to, but she should. But it should be to somebody who deserves it. And it shouldn't yes. be like a consistent thing after that. It should be maybe like, and you have a rivalry with rivalry with another woman. Something that's going exactly. to the, and it, but I It also I, should be on a big stage. And I know Survivor Series is one of the main four, but not at Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah. And as much as, you know, I wouldn't care either way, to be honest, I just don't foresee them doing that at this point. I think point. what's going to end up happening in the women's match is it's going to get down to maybe two or three of the SmackDown women. Yeah. And I swear it's going to be just Asuka. Yeah. And then she's going to end up battling her way through, which I'm fine with. That's yeah. perfect. But to be honest, it's perfect. Well, and also, that's a good way. As much as you need, when you bring somebody up, you have to let them run through jobbers. You have to. Because it shows Especially that they're... Especially someone like her that has a yeah, fucking strength. You're building you, their strength. Exactly. You have to build their strength because regardless of how well she did in NXT, you still have to prove that she's going to a different field, another level, which is supposed to be a higher level WWE. Yes, technically. So, yeah, technically. Even though I've seen hella better matches in NXT and right? pretty much every other sort of promotion than WWE. But regardless of that, you have to act like it's a harder field so she has to go through all these jobbers so when she gets to the higher level people you know higher card she has to have some sort of strength behind her she can't just be like oh this bitch just came up for next tea and is wiping everybody out she has to be like well because then she has other. no clout yeah other than what she's carrying from nxt but this is a whole different because yeah division the, I mean, it's a whole... the main roster there's so many casual fans yeah mm-hmm. so many cash fans that we have to cater to them, which I think is their mistake. I think, to be honest, that is WWE's biggest mistake when it comes you to the You need to cater to, cater to your hardcore watch fans. Everything exactly. That, those are the people exactly. that are going to tune in every week. Those are the people that are really going to buy your merchandise on a consistent basis. Those are the people that are really going to want to pay good money for good seats at your house or your live or house shows, for yeah. that matter. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't want to see what everybody off the street just casually watching wants to see. Oh, I know who that wrestler is. No, I don't care. I don't care about that. I don't need that. 
I need some real storylines that make some sort of sense in my wrestling mind. Or just, <laughs> if I, and just any sort of sense. Yeah, any sort of sense would be good. Um, yeah. I will say, though, that with this uh, the women's elimination match, that even though I think Raw will win, I still think that SmackDown has the more stacked women's division. Agreed. I mean, I completely agree with that. I think, honestly, it's going to end up being Asuka and Becky Lynch. Yeah. But... I mean, regardless. It makes sense wins. because as much as you have Alicia Fox as your captain, I mean, it doesn't matter. And also, no. I mean, Becky Lynch, during the pep rally, was like, Asuka said something, but I'm going to break her arm, and I just feel like they're slightly cheating. Yeah. It's, it, and that's what I'm saying. They're, it's more than likely going to be end up being them. And I mean, I feel like that's a good way, though, to build her up, definitely. I mean, hell. I mean, Becky Lynch is definitely fucking talented, and she's very popular for one thing and mm-hmm. she's she's high card I, I actually struggled with Top that card. pick though just because the Smackdown women's team is so stacked but but it's almost like you have such a stack but then you have Asuka exactly <laughs> she's like equivalent to a stack that you're like shit and, and it's hard <laughs> to you don't want to say that but you, if you know who she is and what her career was in NXT that's what you're kind of getting with that casual fan thing. Most casual fans would be like, oh, well, SmackDown. And, I mean, that would make sense. But as somebody who watched her through NXT and all that stuff, you're like, you can't just have her lose. You can't just have her it's get It's got to be a big deal. It has to be mm-hmm. a big deal. Not that this isn't a big thing, but not in a match like this. Not where there's... Not with her just... Yeah, not her. five against five. Not, you know, it would have to be... If anything, if she loses, it needs to be a singles match. She needs to have somebody that she's had a couple matches with before. Maybe a belt situation. It has to be something like that. Mm-hmm. When she loses, she deserves a proper trilogy with someone. Exactly. A she deserving I mean, opponent. Almost like how in NXT and she didn't lose, really but with Ember Moon. I wanted Ember Moon to win so And that's bad. the thing. You wouldn't have necessarily cared because, damn, that was a fucking fantastic oh match. My God, and so either one of, and so either one of them would have deserved to either keep or get that belt. Like, I mean, it's just, it was wonderful. And it was, and that's what I'm saying. We, we, we have to have something else like that, or I say, fuck it. I mean, fuck it. That's <laughs> I bullshit. I do it. like that Asuka vacated the belt. I'd like that she never lost. But if anyone was going to take it from her, it should have been Ember Moon. Yeah. No, and I mean, I, I agree with that, but I, I, I can't really tell you. I don't. Also, Fanatics, in case you're wondering, <laughs> there's also NXT War Games on Saturday. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Which I'm actually pretty excited they're doing. Um, so we've got those. So either, any way it goes, any of those other six matches, I'm actually way more comfortable are now just that knowing that we all agreed on those. The the because I'm pretty solid in my opinion. all the other six matches. Any way those go, it's just gonna rack up either wins or losses for all of us. Yeah. And then those two, which I hate, I kind of hate because other than the pre-show match, I feel like those are gonna be. Like the first couple of matches of the night. I, that is the one thing I Miz would say. Miz and Corbin really and Barnes. sucks when you so figure out that. Know. I'm like, exactly. the we're going like, to know sh- early. So I hope there's some wild shit in store for later in the night. Because then it'll just still make it more exciting. To, I mean, it's going to be exciting to watch anyway. Because it's fucking Survivor Series. Well, here is also and the five on five matches are great. But. another Dipsy and them are also talking about a 10 man tag match with the tag teams. 
Because, you know, typically they'll do, like, a tag elimination match. And I was yeah. like, I don't think they're doing that. No, because you've already got There's no four way. of the tag teams tied up in... Are you talking about where Dempsey was talking about the yeah, tag, tag elimination And I match. said, I don't... And at first I was like, who would they had to do? Do they have that many tag teams they would be willing to throw up in that? <laughs> no, I mean, like, unless <laughs> you're just trying to get... Not even that. You don't have Gable and Benjamin well, in no, there. Well, no, yeah, at the time, but... Yeah, unless you're trying to get Gable and Benjamin in there... Uh, the Hype Bros, the Colognes, Brizongo, and uh, the Ascension. If you try to throw all them in there, or who was I just thinking of? Oh, uh, Slater and Rhino. Oh yeah. I mean, unless you're just throwing well, they're on Raw now. A bunch of fucking tag yeah. teams together. I mean, from both divisions, like yeah. throwing them all in there. Well, ladies, may the best yeah. woman win on Sunday. Uh, yes, we shall see. Alrighty, ladies and gents, fanatics of every color, creed, religion, race. orientation. I don't know. Thing you I do. feel like color covers race. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Whatever you want to do, do it. Whatever you identify as, we don't give a shit. Uh, thank you for listening, as always. Um, please feel free to follow us on Tumblr, Sound. Wait, let me do this right. Please feel <laughs> free to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And the most important one, or also Tumblr. Tumblr. Yeah. And then the most important one, Stitcher and SoundCloud. Yes. So you can you listen hear to us, the shit we have to say. You need to go and follow us, give us a like, subscribe, whatever you want on there. Get all of our content whenever you want. Or whenever we release it. It's interesting. <laughs> we have a lot of shit to say. We really Lots do. of shit. Lots of shit. So much shit. Yes. So there's that. And as always, uh, please feel free to interact with us. We like messages. Yes. Uh, also, you can email us at threefansinapod at gmail.com, all lowercase. And we will gladly respond. We like talking, talking yes. wrestling. Talk we wrestling. might not agree with you, but I mean, talking that's wrestling. part of the wrestling community. Talk, yeah, we might not agree with you, but either way. <laughs> and you have your opinions, I've got mine. But as always, fans, stay classy, stay tuned this Sunday at 7 p.m. for the start of Survivor Series, and you can figure out who our next champ will be. Yeah, keep telling, Mark. We'll, uh, we will post, at least on Facebook and probably Instagram, the day of yes. um, our picks, so you get to see what we picked, and hell, keep up with it, because sometimes we're too drunk to, until it comes down to the matches, and then we're like, oh, shit, this match. Then we will flip some shit over <laughs> Yeah, for real. Have you ever wanted to watch three grown women get so ridiculously, ridiculously into wrestling? You gotta come watch pay per view. (laughs) Shouldn't invite them to do that. Come on down. We have jalapeno poppers. All right, guys. We'll stay classy, and we are signing off. I am the Queen Bee reigning champion. Got Carney Katie here. Uh Easy E, the sleaziest of G's. So stay classy, fanatics, and we will see you next time. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> Peace.